Hello everyone, welcome if this is your first time, or welcome back if this is not your first time listening to the She's Fearless podcast. I am your host, Erica Lipscomb. I hope everyone, um, I hope and pray everyone is doing well today. There is so much going on in this world with this whole pandemic still going on. I know we are going through different things in our personal life. So this has been a very challenging, very stressful um, time for the last uh, year and a half or or more. And I'm sure everybody's just ready for all this to just be over with and be done. And we can um, somewhat get back to a a normal life or what we call normal. Um, but I hope everyone's doing well. I, I, I hope um, things are, are, are going good for you. I hope you're in a, a good headspace. I hope your heart is right. Um, in, in spite of what is going on, um, you know, people are still dying from COVID. The numbers are rising and now we have this um, Delta variant, um, you know, we have, just when we thought, you know, we were kind of going, getting over this, this hill. Now here is this Delta variant who is, um, which is, I, I, I hear, I guess it's more contagious. And now we have the vaccinated people against the non-vaccinated people. And on top of that, we are dealing with things in our own personal life, you know, whether it's, you know, financial issues because we lost our job due to the whole pandemic, whether it's divorce, being quarantined um, together and maybe you're dealing with divorce. Maybe you're worried about like your you know, your kids are going back to school now, so you're worried about them praying that they don't um, catch covid in school and wondering like how are they going to adjust being back in school um and and or maybe you just have like a very demanding job very stressful job maybe you have health issues um or maybe you're just a stay-at-home mom who is stressed you're at home day in and day out with your kids and and you know you love your children but it's like you haven't had adult conversation in in such a a long time. But whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, um, I pray you know whatever stress, stressful situation you're going through, whatever challenging thing you're going to, whatever that has brought fear into your life, um, I pray that this podcast can bring peace and calm and healing to your day um, as you listen. Uh, doesn't matter how many is listening to this podcast, I just want you to feel um, and hear God during this time. So um, today on this um, episode, um, I want to talk to you about walking out the call on your life that God has chosen you for. You know, you know, we're not here just to exist. Um, there is a call 
on our life. God has a call on our life. God has chosen us for a particular thing to do whatever he, he he's called us to do. And so um, when I think about that, I think about um, in the book of Exodus uh, chapter 3 um, and, and how God chose Moses to go um, back to Egypt and to um, tell Pharaoh to to let his people go, to let the children of, of Israel go. And and you will see what, you know, what actually happened. Um, but but I feel like God has a call on, on our life, you know, whether it's, you know, God has chosen you to to lead um, a small group or maybe he's chosen you to start um, or to join a missions group or maybe he's he wants you to lead praise and worship or, or, or be on the praise and worship team, whether he wants you to write a book or start a business or um, witness to somebody or even go into ministry or full-time ministry or to start preaching or, you know, to do that album that he's been wanting you to do. Whatever it is, God has chosen you for this uh, particular thing at this um, time in your life. Um, and and so uh, I, I, I pray that... Um, as you listen, I pray that God would prick your heart. I pray that you will answer the call that God has on your life to do what exactly he has um, called you to do. But um, before we um, before we start, um, I just want to um, go back to last week's episode. I, I know I had some music playing um in the background and my my attention um well my what I was trying to do was have like intro and outro music um and uh it it didn't exactly happen that way so I it just pretty much played in the background I I hope that the music wasn't too distracting and if it was I apologize um, but, um, hopefully I can get it, um, together. I'm, I'm recording this now and I haven't really put the, the intro music in. Um, so if, if you're not hearing the intro music on this, um, this week's, um, episode, hopefully I'll have it in by next week. But then again, you might, I may have worked some things out where I can get, um, the intro and outro music in this week, but you know, but um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm new to this podcast game, called so just just bear with me, be patient, and um, you know, I, I'm gonna eventually have some some intro outro music, maybe this week, maybe next week, who knows? But just bear with me. So like I said, um, t- today I'm going to be talking about Moses um, in chapter, Exodus chapter 3, um, verse, um, verses 1 through 15. And I'm also going to be um, reading a little bit in chapter 4, verses um, 10 through 17. And um, 
in chapter three, it starts out, it's, it's um, Moses and the, and the burning bush. Um, and, and so I, I'm going to start reading and I'm reading from, um, I'm reading from the NLT version. So I'm, I'm going to start with chapter one. I mean, ch excuse me, chapter three, verses one through 15. One day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of, of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is a this is amazing, Moses said to him, to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to, to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because they're harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering, so I have come down to rescue them from the power of the of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Perizzites, I don't think I've pronounced that right, but Hivites and Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abuse them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at, at this very mountain. But Moses protested, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, what is his name? Then what shall, what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent you. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel. Yahweh, the God of your ancestor, the God of, of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name my name to rem to remember for all generations now i'm going to go over to um chapter 
uh, four, and I'm gonna um, start with chapter. I mean, um, verse ten, and, and I'm gonna read down to um, to verse seventeen. But Moses pleaded with the Lord, "Oh Lord, I am not very good with words. W- words, I never have been, and I am not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue-tied, and my words get tangled." Then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak? Hear or do not hear? See or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you instruct you in what to say. But Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he says. He said, what about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he speaks well. And look, he is on his way to meet you now. He would be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak. And I will instruct you both in what to, to do. Aaron would be your spokesman to the people. He will be your mouthpiece. And you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say. And take your shepherd's staff with you and use it to perform the miracle signs I have shown you. So we see in um, in chapter 3, Moses was just minding his business, tending um, his father-in-law's uh, flock. And God calls him out. Of what he was doing to prepare, to prepare him for what he has planned for him to do, God had a call on Moses' life. He might have been, uh, you know, um, he might have been what Moses. It, it might not have been what Moses wanted to do, you know. I, I know there are times where God has called us to do things, or God is calling us to do things, and it's not what we wanted to do, but this is what God wants to do. Um, Moses made every excuse in the book as to why he couldn't go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his, you know, let God's people go. Isn't that just like us? Like, we know God is calling to do this. We know God is calling us to start a book or write a book or, you know, whatever God is calling you to do. And we make every excuse in in the book of why we can't do it or why we, you know, shouldn't do it. And so um, Moses' first excuse is like, who am I that, that I should go? Like, like me? Like you want me to go, Lord? Like, just like God called Moses, he chose Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. God is calling you out from whatever you're doing. He is saying, I got something for you to do. He might be telling you to lead a small group, start a business, teach Sunday school class, witness to someone. And just like Moses, you're asking God, who am I? Me? I got to pass God. I, I've made a lot of mistakes. I don't, I don't know how to witness. I don't know anything about starting a business. And the same thing God told Moses, he's telling you, I will be with you 
if God is leading you, if God is calling you to do something, he is going to be with you. He's not going to call you out and just abandon you. He's not that type of God. And in Deuteronomy um, chapter 31, verse 8, it says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. This is his word. He is God who cannot, he, he cannot lie. He will, he will do exactly what he promised you. God is not going to send you somewhere. and God is not going to, um, going to appoint you or choose you to do something and then just let you go and do everything for yourself and not give you any direction, not tell you what to do, not show you what to do, not speak for you, not not tell you what you need to say. Like, that's not what he's going to do. If God has called you to something, God is going to equip you for it. God is going to open up doors that need to be opened up. God is going to close the doors that need to be closed. So, so God is not going to leave you. God is not going to forsake you. God is going to be with you, directing you, you know, um, going before you, being beside you, going behind you, watching for you. And so, so we need not to be afraid like the word says. God is going to be with us. God is not going to abandon you. And God is going to do what he has, he has set out to do in your life. Now, his second excuse was, what if they won't want to know who sent me? There might be people who might question you, like who told you to do that? Who said you can write, write a book? When God chooses you to do something, not everybody is, is going to believe you. Not everybody's going to believe that you were called to do it. If God has chosen you, if God has called you for this particular thing, then it doesn't matter what anyone else says. Moses was like, what if they want to know who sent me? And God said, tell them I am has sent you. So if, if there's anybody that's going to be like, uh, who told you you can do that? Who told you to write that book? You can say God. And that's all that you need to say. As long as you know that God has has told you to do it. That's all that matters. As long as you know that God is for you. As long as you know God is leading and directing you. That's all that matters. His other excuse, his third excuse was, what if they don't believe in me or believe me or listen to me? I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. What if I'm doing this thing? Or what if you call me to, to witness to somebody and they don't believe me? It's not about what people believe. It's not, what, it's not about what people will say. Just be obedient to what God is leading you to, to do. God will bring the right people in your life that will listen, that will need what you're talking about. 
So it's not about what people might say. What is God saying? What is God? What does God want you to do? Um, now his 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 fourth. Um, so I'm gonna go back to um, chapter four, and I'm gonna read um, verse starting in verse one, um, and I'm gonna start um, read verse one, and I'll go down to. Um, to uh let's say um verse nine but moses protested again what if they won't believe me or listen to me what if they say the lord never appeared to you then the lord asked him what is that in your hand a shepherd's staff moses replied throw it down on the ground the lord told him so moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab his tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it. And it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the, um, the Lord told him. Then they would believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak. And when he took out, took it out again, his hand was white as snow with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. So Moses put his hand back in. And when he took it out again, it was as healthy as the rest of his body. The Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign they would be convinced by the second and if they don't believe you or listen to you even after these two signs then take some water from the Nile River and pour it out on the dry ground when you do the water from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground so here it is Moses like but what if they don't believe me so God shows Moses all these miraculous things. And still Moses was just like, uh, he made an excuse like, he, he pleaded with God. He, he was like, find somebody else. Like, I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't speak well. And that is just like us. Like when God has called us to do something, we make every excuse in a book. And even after God has shown us sign after sign after sign, we're saying, not me, I can't do it. Find somebody else to do this. But God is calling you to do it. God wants you to do it. God has chosen you to do it. Don't allow fear. Don't allow the opinions of, of people to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. And... Moses' fourth excuse, like Moses kept you know, coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse. And he was like, I'm not eloquent in, in speech. I'm a stutterer. I stuttered God. And God was like, who, who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak. 
and will teach you what to say. And still, after all of that, Moses was like, send someone else. And at that point, God was like, okay, now this is, basically God was saying, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm calling you. I've already told you. I've chosen you. I've already told you I'm going to be with you. I, I've already said I would speak for you. I'm going to be there with you. What more do you want? So now um, God said, said, okay, how about your brother Aaron? How about that? You know, how about, you know, so God go uh, appoints Aaron, Moses' brother, to speak for Moses. You know, and uh, when I think about it, I think about Moses, and he's like, Moses was just, he was insecure with how he talked. He didn't feel adequate. He didn't feel good enough. He was worried about people's opinion. Don't that sound like, like, does that sound familiar? You know, I, I, you know, we've all had, you know, some point in our life. Even now, you know, we might be going through that. We might be feeling the same exact way um, how Moses felt. Like, I can understand, I can relate to Moses because I, how, how he was with God, that's how I was. Like, I, I felt like, God, I can't speak. I, I stutter. You know, I have my insecurities. Like, I, I feel like, well, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? You know, I I've didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel qualified. But God still called me. God still chose me. And that's it's the same way, same way with you. It doesn't matter um, to God what you have. It doesn't matter your hang-ups, your issues, your insecurity. If you're worried about what people might say, if you're worried about your past, none of that is new to God. It's not like he doesn't already know. He knows every single thing. In Psalms 139 verses 1 through 4, it says, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue. You know it completely, O oh Lord. See, there is nothing unknown to God. God can and will use you to accomplish what he has called you to do. To know that even when you don't know what to do or, or even what to say, he will be leading you. He will be guiding you speaking for you, giving you the exact words to, to say to that person. He will give you and show you and tell you what you need to do to start that business, what to write in your book, or, or whatever he's calling you to do. We can sometimes be like Moses, making every excuse in the book as to why we're not qualified or the fact that we're not educated enough. Or, or how can God use me? I had an abortion. I'm addicted to porn. I got four kids and I'm not even married. Or maybe you're worried about people's opinion. God doesn't care about all that. He has called you. He will use anyone he wants to use. And it makes me 
think back to when I was uh, a child. I, I grew up in a single-parent household. My dad died when me and my brothers were, like, very young. And so my mom raised us with the help of my grandmother. And I was like a, a, a tomboy. Like, I didn't like anything girly. I, I, I liked playing with my brothers and their friends. And so um, during the summertime, like, all the neighborhood kids would come down to to our house and, and, and play. And we would be always in the backyard playing, riding bikes and doing what whatever. So me being a tomboy, like, I... I was four, like I wanted to be out there with my brothers and their friends. And so I, I would be out there playing with them, climbing trees, playing football, kickball, riding bikes, doing you know, whatever. And my grandmother, she didn't like that. She, she didn't like me being out there doing all those things with those boys, being the only girl. And so one particular day, she stood at the, the um, back door and she was calling me. She was calling my name, Erica, Erica, come in here. And me, I, I'm like, I'm thinking like, man, I'm having too much fun. Like, I don't want to go in. Like, why do I need to go in? Like, I'm I'm having fun. But I, out of obedience, I listened. Even though I didn't want to, I listened to my grandmother and I came in. And she was like, you don't need to be out there with all them boys. So I came in. Even though I didn't like it, I was upset. So I went upstairs in my room. And I closed my door and I was just upset in my room. And then eventually I started coming up with all this different types of creative things I can do with the toys I had in my room. And and it went from me being mad to me enjoying my time um being upstairs in my room, being creative. And I tell that story, and I know you're wondering why. Okay, Erica, why are you telling this story? This is how God is. God is standing at the door looking at you, doing whatever you're doing. It could be something good. It cannot be like anything harmless. It could just be something you're just having fun. And God is calling you. God is standing at the door calling your name just like, God was in that, you know, God spoke to Moses through that bush calling Moses' name. Moses, Moses, God is calling your name. God is calling you out from among them, calling you away from whatever you're doing because God has chosen you. God has appointed you to do something special. God is calling you to be a blessing to somebody else. And even though... You might be thinking, well, God, I'm not doing anything harmful. I'm not going out there doing everything else, you know, but God is causing, calling you. He has something for you. And even though you may not want to do it, even though that's the last thing that you want to do, just like Moses didn't want to do it, even though he's made every excuse in the book, even though you don't feel qualified, even though you don't feel enough, even though you have a past, even though you're worried about what people might think, God is still calling you. God is calling you. God has something special for you to do. 
And whatever he's calling you to do, there's people waiting for you to answer, to say, yes, God. When Moses heard God's voice, he answered. He answered. So God is waiting for you to to answer his call. God is waiting for you to say, yes, God. I'm scared, God, but I'm going to do it, God. I don't feel qualified, God, but I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you, God. I'm trusting that you're going to open up the doors. I'm trusting you that you're going to make the, um, the way straight for me. I'm trusting that you're going to give me the confidence that I need to do what you have called me to do. And when you say yes, doors are going to open. Your creativity is, is, is going to shoot through the roof. So all you have to do is say Say yes, God. Don't be afraid. God is going to be with you. God is going to tell you what you need to say. God is going to hook you up with the people that you need to to meet in order to start that business. God's going to give you fresh and creative ideas. God is going to tell you what you need to write for your book. God is going to help you to witness to that person who needs to hear about our loving God. That person is lost and they need what God is going to speak through you. So don't, don't hesitate. Don't make any excuses. God is here for you. God is going to direct you and God is going to lead you. All he's waiting for is a yes. A yes to do what he's called you to do, what he's chosen you to do, in spite of your past, in spite of your insecurities, in spite of what people may say. God is calling you. Just just say yes. I'm going to pray for you guys. And I... And, um, and then we're going to end this podcast, but I pray that this was a blessing to you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, you are wonderful. You are kind. You are perfect. And even though we may feel inadequate, even though we may feel like we have so much pain and sin in our life, but help us to know that you are, that we can trust you, that you love us in spite of it, in spite of our past, in spite of our insecurities, God. And Lord, help us to trust you with everything. Help us to humbly come before you, God, and to let go of our our fear and to walk into your arms, your loving arms, and to embrace whatever you have for us to embrace. Help us to walk out the calling that you have for us to walk out. Let us not be worried about people's opinion. Let us not fear being, uh, being talked about. Let us not worry about our past. 
but let us focus on you. Let us be confident in you and confident in what you have called us to do. Help us to be a blessing to anyone that you've placed in our life. And I pray that that they will walk in confidence. And I pray that you would be with them, that they would feel your presence, that they would hear your voice, and that they would recognize your voice, Lord Jesus. Draw them closer to you, God. Give them a love and a burning desire and a thirst for you, God, and what you want. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that this podcast, this episode was a blessing to you. I pray that you walk out the call on God's life. And I pray that you don't allow fear or your past or what people may think to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. And until next time, be blessed. And I want you to know that you're fearless in God. Peace.